we bless you, Lord Jesus. Good morning, Holy Spirit. Good morning, I am the I am. Good morning, the one and only God, because there's no other God like you. We bless you. We honor you. We give you glory. We give you honor. Father Lord, go before us this morning. Go before us because you are God. Father Lord, let your glory be lifted up forever. We adore you. We give you glory. There's no other God like you, Lord Jesus. Come out, have your way, O oh Lord. Take your glory, Lord Jesus. Anyone who wants to take your glory is a shame to the person. We give you glory. We give you honor because you are the source of everything. You are the foundation of what we are doing. There's no other God but you, Lord Jesus. Come and have your way this morning, O oh Lord. Go before us by your mercy. Let the message of your glory go ahead of us, Lord Jesus. Have your way, Lord Jesus. Have your way, Eshudai. Have your way, Adonai. Have your way, Elohim. Because you are the owner of all, Lord Jesus. Let your beautiful name be lifted up forever. We worship you. We adore you, Lord Jesus. We love you so much, Holy Spirit. We give you glory. We give you honor because you are God. Come and have your way, Lord Jesus. Father, Lord, I speak the word of God across the world to everyone who will be listening to the word, Lord Jesus. Let it be vitalized by your power. Let your glory go with them that should Let it provide for the needs. Let it amend the broken hearts. Let your merciful go before them because of who you are, Lord Jesus. We worship you. We give you glory. We give you honor. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ, we have prayed. Amen. And the children of God say amen. God bless you, women of destiny involved. God bless you, every woman across the world. God bless you, the bride of Jesus across the world. Today, I'm going to be talking about the making of the Esther, the queen. Making of the Esther, the queen. This really, when I was going through the study, I felt so much happy to be able to share this with all the women of God across the world. Look at this. So, making of the Esther, the queen. I'm going to start from, from the book of Esther, chapter 2, verse 8 to 9. See, when the king's command and edit, edit because public knowledge, and when many young women were gathering at the first street of Susa under the Agar superstition, Esther was taken to the palace, into the supervision, supervision sorry, of Agar, keeper of the women. The young woman pleased him and gained his favor so that he accelerated the process of the beauty treatment. Look at that. He accelerated, he accelerated the process of the beauty treatment and the special diet that diet that she received he assigned seven and pick female servants to her for from the palace and transformed her and a servant to the herabes quarter so the scripture tells us that esther was a very attractive woman woman sorry she's she is described as beauty of form or, or face or, or body. Let me put it in that way. So Esther beauty got at notice, of course. Of course, she and she was choosing to be one of the women and women who could be placed on the path to become queen. Esther was so beautiful. 
the way of looking at Esther was so attractive and her beauty was noted that she was placed as part of women to 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 contest in the palace to become queen yes when her ability have been got unnoticed but there's something else about her that keep unnoticed i'm giving an example as arable group the the the, the temptation song goes that beauty is only deep uh, skin I mean skin deep but looks may turn head but looks also won't make those turn head stay I'm gonna say it again looks may turn looks but somebody look the beauty may turn heads but looks alone won't make those heads stay with you so it takes more than that Esther possess an additional a special quality that we may call it today things like charisma character behavior authenticity or attitude whatever we may call it so it evokes something longer than just the look so in far we we are told that she found favor with the person that is in the charge of all the women and that favor will will where I will um, will give I was giving her to, to an, an advantage with the king as we read in the book of Esther chapter 2 verse verse 8 to 9 uh, to 9 so the favor Esther found opened up for her to to have seven maid she have a choice of food she have different kind of cosmetics perfume that she could choose from so it also had a, a, a had a place in the best place to to live as she was prepared to meet the king but not only did esther have great look as a special quality to her she also has wisdom esther also has wisdom Thank you Holy Spirit. She was wise enough to listen to her cousin Mordecai and that not to share any with anyone about her Jewish background, about her Jewish heritage. She was wise enough to follow the leading in her life as both sons that that of both of the of them know that this is the position of influence that will influence Esther. Know that this was the opportunity for Mordecai also to stay close by. So every day, every day, the scripture tells us that Mordecai always go around near the gate and door to just to know how everything is going around, how everything is going, and how order or how to hear word from Esther, how she was doing, the status of what is going on, and every day like that. He will undoubtedly hear something along the line. So not yet until the last final day came. It was Esther's turn to stay with the king in the night. Hmm. We can read it in the book of Esther chapter 2 verse 1 to 14. But I'm not going to read that today. I just want to encourage the women of destiny this morning. You can look at the book of Esther chapter 1. Uh, chapter 2 verse 1 to 14. that you will see the pursuit of what I'm saying what I'm talking about so the way they search for a wife has been set up in the final day 
each woman will have 12 months of preparation before a time with the king. And at the end of those months, she will get one to make a uh, 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 she will get one night to make a lasting impression. So she will also allow to bring her anything that she wanted to help her to make that night memorable for her. Hmm. Thank you, Jesus. What those women that time was thinking that what's more is like that she got to keep all the things that she was bought with her. When the night was over, some may even consider those gifts as an opportunity to get something for themselves out of the deal. Let's read at the book of Esther chapter 2, verse 13 to 14. It said, when the young woman would go to the king, she was given whatever she requested to take with her from the Arab to the palace. She would go in the evening and in the morning she will return to the second Arab under the supervision of the king's enosh, the keeper of the concubine. She will never went to the king again unless he desired her and summon her by her name. I'm going somewhere with it. I want you to listen to me carefully. So the women was giving anything they desire from the palace. The transition will occur from the first era when each woman was a virgin. All the women were virgin. But then they will spend a night with the king and afterward be placed in the second era, which each woman was no longer a virgin. I'm going somewhere with it. God will lead us. I know God will speak to somebody there. So this can also be known as a concubine. Each woman could be summoned again from the second era, but only if the king demand of her by her name. Hmm. So, as you may imagine, a night with the king wasn't a night playing with a scrabble. It was not a night of game. It was a night of sexual intercourse. You may not be able to, you may, you may not, I mean, you may not get this before but i go through this and i i go through this bible i was reading everything and i got it i said god the women of destiny involved need to hear about it so after the after the the confirm of the marriage which we bring up an interest point i'm calling i'm bringing an interest point out right now so adultery and fornication were prohibited in the god laws in god laws Adultery and for, uh, and fornication were prohibited, prohibited in the God law, and also even in the Jews were Jews were uh, in that time Jews were prohibited to to marry pagan. When you look at the book of uh, Deuteronomy chapter uh, seven verse one to fourteen, and here was Esther providently positioned to just in that place in this midst that this is what she have to do. And when God's name does not appear anywhere in the book, look at that. It is still this puppet, the master, working things behind the sea. There's some situation that you don't even see God in it. But you don't even imagine that God will be there. But he still understands the condition you are going through. He's still the master of all things. I want you to listen to me carefully before you go ahead with what I'm going to say. I want, I'm bringing some, something out of this. 
Your past is not your present. Your past is not your future. So I'm going. So it's still the master. I want you to know that God is still the master that is working things behind the scene for you. So you got this happening outside of God's idea. Prescribed way. Look at that. And yet it's still happening. Which is a reminder that we can never bust God into our way of thinking. Hmm. We can never bust God into our own way of thinking. It's provident allowed or it, it, it causes the good, the bad, the ugly to work together towards its, its intent aim. <laughs> oh my god oh my god i don't know who need this this morning i don't know who need this lord father lord speak to your people let them get what i'm trying to say to them lord should i speak to your people god is speaking to somebody the making of the esther the queen so it is important to remember that that let me put it in this way. It is remember it is important to remember here that that God for God that for God the ends justify the means. Hmm. It is important to remember here that for for that for God the ends justify the means. He is moving everything towards his end. And it gets there in a mysterious way. But the end justified the means for him because he is all-knowing and all-wise. My God. Hallelujah. So we are not all-knowing and we are not all-wise. All we have is the word he has given us in the, in the, in, in, in the Bible. The fact that God allows and uses the good, the bad, and the ugly towards his hand does not give us lances to disobey his command in the hope that the end will make it worth it. God is God. And as long as the wisdom we call to obey, we are called to obey him. So Esther knew that. Esther trusts that. She also knew that this was her own one opportunity to enter into higher status in life that she she and her family has ever known. Hmm. Yes, she was beautiful. But we are told that all the women who were choosing to, to audition for this role were beautiful. So it will take more than looks to, to secure the crown. That's why Esther rem, uh, remained to choose to the king. The one with whom she has found the favor. If anyone knows the king's lie or the slack, it will be it will be him. Though when it was time for Esther to enter the king's bedchamber, she took only what Agar advised her. 
It said in the book of Esther chapter 2 verse 15 to 17. It said, Esther was the daughter of Abiah, the uncle of Mordecai, who has adopted her as his own daughter. So when when her tongue came into the king, she did not ask any of the uh, of anything except what Agar said to her. So the king's eldest keeper of the women suggested that Esther gain favor in the eyes of the of everyone who saw her. She was taken to the king as in the palace in the ten months. The the month Teba in the seven years of his reign, the king loved Esther more than all the women. She won more favor and approval from him than did any other woman or any other virgin. He placed the royal crown on her, on her head, and made her queen in the palace. And in the place of uh, the former wife. So why did King love Esther more than all the women? Why did Esther find favor with a similar to to how she has favor with the, with with the, uh, with this with this uh, with the with the servant or the supervision earlier? So the narrative recorded in the scripture doesn't take it explicitly, but it can, we can conjecture through what we have been told. You will notice that all the other women took. In whatever they wanted from the first Arab, whatever they took is was then removed from the king's chamber the next day. And when they when uh, when they went with them to the second Arab, otherwise they, you know they, they, they have taken what they needed. They have they have they, 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 they took all what they feel like. Okay, this is an opportunity for me to take as much as gold, as much as jewelry. So, but uh, I mean. The, 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 the supervision advised uh, Esther and Esther obeyed what the supervision told her. So we will notice that all the other women took in whatever they, they wanted from the first Arab. Whatever they took in, in that time is already removed them from the second time. He have already removed them from the second opportunity. He's already removed them for them to be able to be called. My God from Zion. So after a year of preparation, this was the opportunity to secure for themselves a little something something in the other side so they took it in case that they will not be accepted but yes what Esther attained in the presence of the king she took nothing other than what the, the, the supervision advisor as a king you don't know who to trust when you are a king you don't know who to rely on you are looking for attentive person you are looking for somebody who does not love you with materially you are looking for unnecessity of somebody you don't know who wants you really or who just wants your stuff who just wants your money you don't know who wants you or who just want to ride in your in your in your chariot you don't know who wants you or you want to be close in with you in a palace to feel the, 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 you know, to think together. So the point that the author of the book of Esther emphasized that Esther wasn't like the other woman. Esther didn't ask for anything. She was not trying to be, I mean, to be, to be opportunist. 
in order to get where she's going. She wasn't trying to play the king. Whether she was trying to, to win him, was trying to win the art of the king. So there's difference between the other women and, the, uh, and Esther. So the king knew that too, that this the person deserved the king. This, this person deserved to be queen. This person, this woman, Esther, deserved to be honored as his wife. So as women of destiny, there are characteristics that God wants us to be in his presence. How do you stay with God? Do you love him, love him with all your heart? Or do you want just to take something away from him? That I want money from God and I get it, I'm gone with it. I want this because I'm suffering and I'm going with it. Do you love God? Are you chasing God because you want something from God? Or are you chasing God because you are part of his kingdom? Are you looking for the kingdom of God with your whole heart? God is talking to somebody with this message of the of the, the making of Queen Esther. Esther was not just only beauty. Your beauty does not mean that all men will look for you. Number two, what I want us to learn from is that no matter what situation you may pass by or your past, you have been abused sexually, different kind of way that you have been through, your past is not your future. You have to let go of your past. You have to let go of what this present is saying. Your future is what God turned dust those pains away. God is calling you out of those sorrow. Those cars are the, the I, 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 I divine you as God product. God wants to turn that scar into beauty. God wants to make you closer to him. God wants you no matter what the enemy is trying to say. You are part of it. You are the queen of God. You are the bride of Jesus. Esther know what she's looking for. It's not about the material things. It's about the source. Your re-identity in Christ. Who you are, you are chasing the kingdom of God. You are chasing everything that is in God. You secure your place with God. Because all the materials that the king has is for Esther. So when you secure your love with God, everything that he makes on the earth is you. It's for you. Gold and diamonds are yours. Secure your eternity. Secure your seat as a queen to the king. Oh my God, thank you, Holy Spirit. You have to tell the situation that you are going through in this night that it's not mine. The battle is not mine. The battle is of the Lord. Hallelujah, my God from Zion. The battle is not mine. The battle is of the Lord. The battle is not mine. Mm -mm. It's of the Lord. God is calling you this night, woman of destiny and vote. God is calling you this night. 
God wants to talk to you. God wants to bless you. God is telling you, come out of those pain. You are born as Deborah. You are born as Esther. You are born as Rebecca. You are born to change your world. You are born to touch his life. You are born to make an history on the earth. You are born to build. You are born as strong women. You are the royalty of God. You are part of the kingdom of God. Thank you, Jesus. In a time where, where a king wanted a, a wife, a Jewish woman named Esther appeared. Looking at the life of Esther helps to give a direction unto how we are supposed to ask when God placed us in a providentially designed plan. God placed us in, a, in this plan of his own. We are God's plan in his own. God is our God. He has you in his mind. He is God for you. He's calling you women of destiny to stand up. Come out of that problem. How you are going to stand in a position of what God has planned and designed for your plan. No matter what challenges you may face, no matter what may come your way, people may not even like you. All what you are doing, be focused and persistent in what God left for you. Because your goal are beyond human understanding. Your vision are not what you are thinking of what people are saying about you. I bless God for this morning, O oh Lord. Father Lord, let your name be worshipped, Adonai. Let your name be lifted up because there's no other God before you, Lord Jesus. Father Lord, we are in a time whereby we want to, we, we, we wanted to be in your presence. We wanted to stay. No matter what the challenges is, all what we need, we need just to position ourselves before you. In where you, God, have ordained us to be in our in your own planet, Shaddai. Father Lord, we need your direction, Lord. Father Lord, open our eyes to see you clearly. Open our eyes to understand the season and the time and when to know the next page to go. Father Lord, by your mercy, let your mercy reign in us, Lord. By your mercy, let your peace go before us as Shaddai. We need you like never before, Lord Jesus. Glory be to God in the highest because he is alone, our God. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Adonai, for your mercy endure forever, O Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Father, Lord, bless the morning as we are going out this morning to look for our daily needs, Lord. Let your favor go before us, Lord Jesus, and leave women of destiny involved into your hand. Let your blessing overshadow them. Let your love be with them, O Lord. Never allow the work of the enemy to have power over them, let's share I cover them with the blood of Jesus, your protection over them in the name of Jesus. Let the love of your mercy go before them 
have your way right now over them, Lord Jesus, because you are God. We love you, Lord Jesus. We bless you, Lord. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ, we have prayed, O Lord. Amen and amen. God bless you all in Jesus' name. Please share and invite somebody. I want to Hi, good afternoon, good morning. How are you doing? It's Dr. Deborah again. How are you all? Today we're going to talk about the seven signs of unhealthy soul tide. What did I mean by unhealthy soul tide? You know, sometimes we, uh, basically it's about the marriage and the marriage and what we expect and, you know, marriage and sex, all the stuff. But I'm going to talk about this unhealthy soul Tie. So style is something the intimacy with husband and wife when you join hand together to make it work in the so it's so tight. I'm gonna talk a little bit about the so tight. So sex is a three-dimensional experience which is the spirit, the soul, and the body. So anytime you have sex with a person, you bored with them. As Dr. Daniel I mean write in his book, change your brain, change your life. Whenever the person is sexually involved with another person, neochemical change occur in both the brain that encourage libels and emotional boarding. Libel boarding is the reason casual sex doesn't really work for most people on the whole mind and body level. So two people may decide to have sex just for, for fun of it. Yes, something is occurring on another level that may not have uh, decided on on uh, on it at all so sex is emphasizing an emotional bond between them whether they wanted it or not so one person often the mother uh, the woman often the woman is born to for uh, to a forum and a attachment and will be hurt when a casual affair ends so one isn't it's unusual unusually the the woman who has uh who is hurt more, more? Who is hurt most is that the female labor, labor system is larger than the male. So this is what we call so tight. So sex is like gluing two pieces of wood together and the next day wrapping them apart. Of of course, wood from the opposite board remain in each board. So a pieces of your sex partner. The good and the bad and ugly still with you. Hmm. So this is the vice versa. For the rest of your life, it is stay there in with you. So you can only imagine what it looks like when you board with a multitude partner. So on earth so tight are often ramification of having partner that you recreate a life long bow with enough sexual encounter but with but with whom you only have a short time relationship with the board so tight which is the the board which is the so tight remain long after the relationship it's over leaving both sexual partner longing for wellness look at that so there there are Three reasons on alter so tight take place. On alter so tight. So the people are misformed or, or and therefore confused that sex is truly a single dimensional physical with no emotion or spiritual connection. Yes, after sex, they find themselves uh, kind of mysteriously looking for the person they may not even like. 
Another one is a person of usually the woman give him herself sexual sexual sexually to someone as uh, expecting that the intestinal intimate or heart of intercourse we will create a ball that would lead to deep the to the uh, deeper level of uh, commitment in the relationship but some or soon she discovered that a sexual partner was taking advantage of her need for intimacy and use her vulnerability to get laid or have sex with of course this lead to a person I mean, to a person being emotional and physical or spiritually bored to somebody somebody that are deeply resent. So two people commit to marriage and therefore to me that the convent the covenant vow are whole in formality kind of formality. So they live together and enjoy the sexual relationship outside of the lifelong commitment. But later they decided or whatever reason that they don't want to live, live in a covenant relationship eventually break up. So they usually don't realize how deeply they have wounded each other as the soul are ripped apart, tearing very fabric of being in a separation. So I understand there are hundreds of other reasons why unhealthy soul tie take place, but I am simply trying to give you a few examples of it. So seven signs that you have an on um, you have an healthy soul tie. Number one, you are a physical or uh, emotionally or uh, spiritually abused relationship in it, but you feel so attached to them that you refuse to cut off the connection and separate with them. You have left a relationship maybe long ago, but you still you still think about the other person, obviously, or and you can't even get the hold of that person's mind back. So whenever you do anything, number three, whenever you do anything, make a decision and have a conversation with someone, etc., or you feel like the person is with you or, or watching you. So when you have sex with someone else, hopefully if your husband or wife, you can hardly keep yourself from visualizing the person you have a soul tied with. Number five, you take a negative trace of the person that your soul is tied and carry the offenses whether whether or not you actually agree with them. So you define you defend your rights to stay in relationship with the person that you your soul decides to even though it's negatively affected affecting or or even destroy the important relationship in your life, which is your husband, wife, kids, or leaders, anything. So, number seven, you have simultaneously experience and a kind of or mode or are the person you're so tired is to. So, they can even include sickness, accident, addiction, etc. The first Corinthians chapter 15 says, do, do you not know that the, the one who joined herself as a prostitute to one body with her? For he said, the two shall become one flesh. But I'm telling you there is hope. There is hope in, in if you find yourself in an unhealthy soul You can never fall so far that you can be restored. The new life available to to repent and asking God to forgive you 
Forgiveness restores the standard in your life and you can live in the freedom and the hope again. So if you want to be join our webinar, I want you to go quickly to www.deborahfumimopapa.com where you will learn a lot about God plus marriage and sales and relationship. I can't wait to see you there. Thank you so much. God bless you. Bye.